Hi, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Fairhaven Health brings you the milk saver on the go. The mini version of the wildly popular original milk saver that collects your leaking breast milk. And we'll hear more from this uh, about this product after our review of the week. Yeah, our review of the week is from Lucy4489. And she says that she love, loves that we keep it simple. I love your podcast. I've been listening for a couple months now. My son is almost 18 months, and I truly wish I found you guys earlier. When I first had him, I had so much trouble breastfeeding because of a true tongue and lip tie. I had it revised at eight weeks, and it saved my breastfeeding journey. We're, st we're still nursing at 18 months. Prior to his revision, I had met with at least six or seven lactation consultants and La Leche League until finally someone said it was a tie. I exhausted all my other options before revising, so that was it. All right, back to praising you guys. You ladies are amazing. I love that you guys take all the crazy, complicated breastfeeding advice you hear and uncomplicate it. You remind us every week that breastfeeding is nature. It's simple. Society has truly complicated it. I've been looking into becoming a lactation consultant because of how much passion I have for the field. I relate to both of you so much. You both have the same sense of humor as I do. More moms should listen to the podcast. It truly has made a difference. Because of you guys, the number one piece of advice I give new moms is trust your body. Thank you. Oh, that's so great. That's really cool. Yeah. That is really cool. Thank you. And I mean, there are days, I am not even kidding, where I go through life and I'm like, why is everything being made so hard for these mothers? Everything I, is we, so I think we have a weekly text conversation oh, about this. It drives me crazy. Like, it, like, inevitably, like, one of us will run into, we'll get a message and we'll run into some piece of information that just, like, makes us so angry and then text each other and then... And then Diane is like, "We have to do something about we this. We have to save we everybody. To, like, we need to get. We need to just do all these things to change the world." And I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm so tired." I know. <laughs> I know. It, but it's. I get so frustrated with this to the point where I'm just like, "What? Am I wrong? Like, are we wrong, or is it? No. I is think it really that hard? Is it's it that really hard? We're the one? out of hand. I mean, it is out of hand. It is out of hand." Yeah. The, just the nonsense is just insane. Yeah. So we're glad that you guys found us and we love to be able to try to like simplify things a little bit for you if we can. Um, I feel like that has to be like really, I mean, I know obviously evidence-based is first and foremost, but we need, you. I feel like the best thing you can do for people who are trying to get through life and trying to be successful with breastfeeding is to take that and turn it into like practical things that you can be doing and that can help you be successful. Right. Like I used to work at I used to work at a residential facility. I was a therapist there. And we would have all these clinical meetings and all these clinical discussions about these kids and I'm like this doesn't help either the staff or the kids. You know, like this is all very important for us to kind of come up with a treatment plan and overall picture of this child, but we need to be able to talk to the staff about what to do when the child is upset, what to do, you know, when, when things are getting out of hand or when they're starting to become escalated or, and like talk to the child about like how to deal with this in real life. Like, I don't know. I just really feel like I want to do that with this podcast too. I know. Make, make it user friendly. Right. Right. Yes. I'm there. I'm in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, I, uh, yeah. That's what I, I hope. That's what I don't know. That's what I hope my goal is. Because I feel like you can find so much stuff. You can find 
things that are very like um shallow and not very practical and then you can find things that are very clinical and very science sciencey and it's like where's the like what do i do (laughs) you know like somebody just tell me what to do what's the right information and what do i do right and it really like some of the things that we get you know there are definitely some complicated situations like you're saying but overall like when we get situations where people say oh well you know my doctor said that i'm not eating enough and that's why i don't have enough milk it's like that's the kind of thing where i'm like that is not happening this is nothing to do with the food you're eating and this is why we're complicating things because we're telling mothers they're not doing the right thing and we're telling them this based on nothing so that is where the frustration lies and it just is like why are we making this so hard this has been going on for a million years. People have been breastfeeding since life began. So why are we making it now so difficult? I don't know. I know. Yeah. That's crazy. Well, and we but, can get into why it's so di- why we're making it so difficult for people who are trying to breastfeed if we want to have another society talk about how we treat parents and women and all that yes. stuff. But that isn't even what the podcast is about this That's week. That's not so. fine. Yeah. Whatever. Back <laughs> to the topic at hand. But you What's know we'll the topic get there. At hand? Yeah, we do have a good one now. We have a good topic. Um, yeah, we do. Why don't you tell them what what it is? Because I don't think we even decided which one we were going to do first. Oh, well. <laughs> All right, I'll go. I'm prepared, so, fully prepared to talk about both. I just oh, need to perfect. know which fork to go down right now. So I think I think we should talk about the dental thing, and I think that oh, yeah. because I almost just brought it up a second ago because of okay, why people good. are making things so difficult. Yes, let's do this one. Yes, this is awesome. Yeah, so I don't know if anybody has listened in the past to our first episode that we did about cavities, and I can't remember when it was that we even did that one. It was a while ago now. It was. It a was because I I uh, actually post that to people quite a lot, and I and I'm always, I mean, time flies, but I'm always like, wow, it's a while ago. It's a really good. We really should bring this back. So, but now we have more to add to that, and we can go off on that for another half an hour. So it's, yes. we always like it when we can, you know, repeat the same topic twice with new information. Yeah, totally. And this time we have the most complicated, expensive, and oh, just over, <laughs> over budget, like possible, like actual scientific study and experiment that was done that we can tell you about. Yeah. I mean, I was just blown away at how much they put into this study. Now, I'm totally being sarcastic. I know. When I sent it to you, was that the first time you saw it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Well, I mean, the first time, yeah. It's, I mean, it's fascinating. The results are fascinating. But the fact that, that they actually had to go through all this is like. I know. Yeah. And then the results are, I mean, it's just awesome. Let's, let's, yeah. let's, tell, let's do it because it's awesome. It is. So this study, I'm going to pull up the thing right now. This study was done, and this was done last May. So this is so oh, it's recent. Really it's not even a year old. And I'm going to read the thing. In a study conducted in May of 2019, scientists took baby teeth and soaked them in breast milk, formula, and a probiotic-containing formula for one week and then measured the change in the minerals. They found soaking baby teeth in breast milk substantially increased, increased the amount of calcium in the teeth and slightly decreased their amount of phosphorus. But the teeth soaked in formula lost significant amounts of both minerals. 
A systemic review of the literature on cavities and breastfeeding in July of 2019 concluded that the highest level evidence indicated that breastfeeding for more than 24 months did not increase the risk of cavities for children. Did not. And a 2014 study found that children were more likely to have cavities by five years old if they breastfed for less than six months than if they breastfed for at least six months. The current, wow. Yeah. The current theory is that the rich microbiome of human milk helps to establish oral and intestinal floras, and this may provide protection against the development of cavities. And then they had the links to the studies, which we'll put in our show notes. And that way, if anybody else is like geeks out on this research stuff like we do, you can totally look it up. But this, I love it because they put the teeth, the actual baby teeth in the substances, in the milk, in the formula, in a formula with probiotic. And they still saw even the stuff that's added to, oh, we add all this stuff to formula because it's just to make it just like breast milk, to make it give the same benefits as breast milk. It's all the same now. Don't even worry about it. Blah, blah, blah. Mess those teeth up, man. Um, My favorite part is picturing a bunch of researchers in white coats (laughs) and this big discussion going on for decades about whether breast milk rots teeth. And then finally, one of them being like, Guys, I've got an idea. Why don't we just take the teeth and soak it? Soak it. Let's just soak them and soak one in breast milk and one in formula and see what happens. Like I just love that. I just I just can't stop laughing at thinking about that. No, it's like it's like duh. Right. Why why don't we do this from the beginning? Right. Now, of course, people can argue it wasn't a huge sample size, but whatever. And I mean, I know that's when it, you're researching stuff. That's but whatever, important. that's the scientific word for. More re- more research will come down the right, line. Right, exactly. And I know that kids basically aren't keeping their teeth soaked in, you know, formula or breast milk or whatever for a week at a time. So it's excessive. But it shows that over time, constant, in- constant introduction of these chemicals is going to erode your teeth. And that breast milk doesn't. doesn't. Right. This is the thing that's being told to so many people. You have to stop breastfeeding at night. You have to stop when they get teeth. You have to do all this stuff because breast milk will rot their teeth. And I said it in the last episode, but I was at a conference with Dr. Jay Gordon, who was taking all these questions from the audience. And somebody asked about cavities. And he was like, look, we would be a dead branch on the evolutionary (laughs) tree if human milk rotted human teeth. Right. Like, like, it doesn't, make, it doesn't sense. make any sense that the milk that is made from our bodies for our babies is rotting their teeth and causing all this damage. Right. There's no reason why that, why we should even believe anything like that. But when a dentist or your pediatrician or, you know, somebody else, hence go back to last week's episode and listen to that, tells you this. You kind of, you're like, okay, well, they've been to school for a zillion years and did clinical and, you know, do this every day of their life. So they must be right. This is my first baby. How do I, how would I know? Exactly. You have never. So I better do what they say. Right. I mean, nobody's ever thought about whether breast milk is rotting their baby's teeth out before. No one's ever thought about that. So you're not going to be like, oh, well, of course that's not true because, you know, breast milk came from my body and it's natural and it wouldn't do that. Like, those aren't your thoughts. Right. Your thoughts are just like, oh, crap. My baby has cavities. It's because my breast milk. Oh, no. 
I better stop. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. Right. You know, I got to do this differently. I'm doing it wrong. And I want all moms out there, like if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, but you know, with my first baby I did, or with this baby, that's what they told me. So I did stop. That is not your fault. No, I mean, that no. is not your fault. You know, like we are just saying like, this is, this is society. Like, this is how we get on our soapbox about society all the time, because this really horrible information is being put out there. And we believe it. I mean, not just even in with babies, like we believe all sorts of stuff. I'm sure there's stuff that I do all the time, especially when it comes to like food and diet and my kid, like you just, somebody totally. says one thing and you're like, oh yeah, I better, you know, that must be true. That must be right. And you just follow it. You know, it's not your fault if you if you happen to follow their advice and then you learn later on, okay, maybe that wasn't the best advice to follow. It just happens. But yeah, I mean, the misinformation out there that's screwing up everybody's breastfeeding relationship is like not our fault. Yeah, it, yeah. it's not. It's out there. That's why we're that's why we do this. Yeah, that's why we do this is so that, you know, people that are people right now can know for the future and people I mean yeah next week we'll talk about then what happens when you know you look back and you're like oh I did something wrong and then you feel bad about it but I mean join the club oh my god from now until the end of time for parenting right exactly you know it really the the thing I don't even know really where it got started I know when we did the dental thing a couple of, well, whenever the last episode was, I was going to say a couple months ago, but I have no idea when it was. It was, <laughs> it was longer one. than that. Yeah, it was longer than a couple. I have zero sense of time. I'll tell you that. <laughs> so when we did it, I remember like looking up the American Dental Association and even in their guidelines, they say, keep breastfeeding, keep breastfeeding. It's recommended. The Dental Association recommends breastfeeding, blah, blah, blah. So I don't even know where that got started, where people were like, oh, it rots teeth. I know. I mean, like, I've got my, you know, my conspiracy theories about all this breastfeeding information. But when it comes down to these little things like breast milk is rotting baby's teeth, it's just like, why? And how? How did this start? Like, what is this nonsense? And why only at night? Why doesn't it rot them during the day? Right. That's my favorite thing, too. You know, you have to stop at night, you know, because at night, why is it suddenly just at night when your breast milk turns into this, like, toxic waste acid? (laughs) That's burning your baby's mouth away. Like how? Well, it's not like that during the day. It's just, you know, it's like a werewolf or something that just comes out at night. Like it doesn't. And if we really think about it, you know, like and at the time when people say this stuff to us and sometimes it isn't even like I'm throwing Dennis under the bus. Sometimes it is even that. Sometimes it's like your mom or, you know, the babysitter or whoever might say, oh, but isn't that bad for their teeth? And you go, oh, I don't know. Is it bad for the teeth? But you don't even think to question it at the time. Like, why would it be? Why would it be bad? You know, it's like those are things that you think about way later on and you realize, okay, that doesn't make any sense. Right. Because it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I think that we like when I, you think of like, um, you know, um, old wives tales and like certain like, you know, legends and stories that get passed down in different like cultures and stuff. And we think of ourselves as like being kind of distanced from that in this like really industrial kind of world that we live in here in the West. So distanced from the from nature and from like there's a sense of community and villages, you know, and stuff like that, where where information is generally where that information used to be and still is in those communities passed down. But we still have it we still have that like stuff is being passed down and passed around all the time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is just not, I mean, a lot of it's just not true. Not 
true at all. It's just this thing, you know, like you're going to go outside with wet hair, you're going to get pneumonia. Double uh, pneumonia. That's yep. what I used to hear. You get double pneumonia. What is that? Double pneumonia. What is double pneumonia? What, the, nothing. How do you get double pneumonia? Is it in both I, lungs? What happens there? I don't know, but it doesn't go happen when you go outside with wet hair. I really don't think it does. No, because and we are also told forever if you go outside without a coat on, you're going to get sick. So mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I grew up. Yeah, with being that sick one. has nothing to do with germs. It just has to do with like how cold you are. <laughs> but that's what we always heard. Yep, forever. Totally. And it's like when you really think. And I honestly, like, I get really upset sometimes about things that carried on through my whole life, and I really learn like where it came from or how it started and how it has nothing to do with anything. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Like that is crazy that we believe these things. Yeah, when I was um, change practice, we change our whole lives around this thing, and it's not even a thing. (laughs) It's not even a thing. It's not even a thing. When I was young, I was on, I was a swimmer and I would get ear infections like we do. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom would be like, okay, here, you, you have to lay down on the side with your ear, the ear, the sore ear, like on the couch with like a heating pad. And so, you know, I'd do that. And then I'd be like whining and crying because it hurts. Yeah. Like, horrible. And, and like, I don't know. It's, I remember it was like recently, like in the last couple of years, I was talking about putting a heating pad on ear infection. My mom's like, what? And I was like, well, that's what you told me when I always got ear infection. She's like, oh, I just told you that. So you would stop whining. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I mean, I thought it was a real thing. Oh, God. And I like just found out now. She's just like, oh, I was just trying to like manage you, you know, like I just wanted you to like shut up already. Be quiet. <laughs> I don't go to sleep or whatever. Um. But I would have, if she had never told me that, I would have been having my kids lay down on the couch with their ear on a heating pad for no reason. Oh, my gosh. See, it's the old wives' tales. Yeah. And it's not even. She totally made it up on the spot. She didn't even hear it from anybody. It wasn't even like a, you know, an old romantic thing. It was just like, oh, God. But that's how easy it is to do. Yep. That is how easy it is. I mean, you always, yeah, you think about just the experience of kids growing up constantly talking about all the things that they heard Mm -hmm. from their parents. And we should talk more about it after a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. The Milky's Milk Saver on the go is a mini version of the original Milk Saver loved by so many. The original Milk Saver is perfect for using on the opposite breast while breastfeeding to collect the letdown. But what about in between feedings or when you're out and about? The Milk Saver on the go is a discreet breast milk collection system designed to collect leaking breast milk when you are not feeding so you don't waste any more breast milk to a breast pad. The breast shells can be tucked right inside your shirt and then place your nipple right into the hole. The unique oblong shape allows you to collect more milk than other brands. Each shell holds one ounce of milk and people are collecting several ounces a day to add to their stash. It's not a pump. There is no work for you to do. It also helps protect your sore nipples from rubbing and chafing while they heal. Head to fairhavenhealth.com. That's F-A-I-R-H-A-V-E-N health.com. And use promo code BADASS for 10% off of your purchase. And these, all of our sponsor links and the promo codes that go with them can be found at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com along with all of our breastfeeding resources. 
all of our other episodes, our show notes with links and further information about this episode, and information about scheduling your lactation consultation with Diane. And I have today's, this week's breastfeeding tip of the week. I love these. I know. I think they're fun. They are. And I think this one is really sweet. Justine Nicole Singleton from Facebook. She says, my husband with our first son said, you can do it. The first day is the hardest. The second day came and he said, don't give up. The second day is the hardest. Every day that I wanted to give up, my husband would tell me I could do it and that that day was the hardest. We made it 22 months. And I love that level of support. It's so cute. It's just so sweet that somebody is just there cheering you on every day, it telling is. you that this moment right now is going to be the hardest and that you're going to get through it just like you did yesterday. And the moment will pass. It's fantastic because everybody needs that kind of cheerleader. Especially, yes, especially in parenting. Yeah. Well, that is really yeah. great. Congratulations, Justine. That's awesome. Yeah, and so I post a, um, on Facebook and Instagram. I'll post every couple of weeks um, uh, a little, um, just a little question that people can answer. And then when if you put your answer there, we'll, we go through and we'll pick our favorites and... Yeah. Read them on Breastfeeding Tip of the Week. So I hope that everybody follows us. So Abby is on Facebook as the Badass Breastfeeder. And I am on Facebook as Diane Cassidy Consulting. And Abby is on Instagram as the same thing. And I'm on Instagram as the same thing. So definitely follow us if you're not already following us. Because we put out really good information and tips and And videos. Giveaways. Like there's tons of stuff. So if you're a social media person, although lately... I hate Facebook. Lately. Me too. <laughs> and I tell but people, I'm still there. I know. I'm trucking through it because well, people like yeah. it. That's the only re- I only do my business stuff. Like I'm trying not to even like look at my personal page as much because people are pissing me off. But um, I really, really love that we can spread information, good information, true information this way. So Yeah, it's yeah. true. It's yeah. a good way to reach people. It and is. so is the podcast. I yeah. mean, this is, we're kind of everywhere. Yeah. And we always, we're taking over. We're taking over. And we always share the podcast on these, you know, on social media. So if you have a friend that you're like, oh, hey, let me send you this link. Like, I actually did that for a friend of mine today. His son and daughter in law just had a baby two weeks ago. And he was like, send me the link to the podcast so I can send it to them. You know, so it's like, makes it easy when it's right there in front of you on social media. So. True. And um, I'm going to put this on the badass on badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. I just thought of it. But currently, it's only on the badassbreastfeeder.com. But if you go to the badassbreastfeeder.com, there's a sign up tab. And you can sign up to have the uh, podcast sent to your email every week. Do it. Um, so if you don't want to, if you like forget or you're like, I don't, I can't remember to like find this podcast every week or whatever. You can just sign up and I'll send it to you and you don't have to look for it. Yeah. Fantastic. Back to teeth. Right. Rotting teeth. They soaked them in breast milk. Oh my God. It's (laughs) genius. It's just genius. I kind of want to do it. I want to take, cause I have all my kids teeth. I mean, I wouldn't do this, but I do have my dog's teeth just as a, do you really? Uh, oh, some of them that I found around the house because he was a puppy when we got him. So it was like he was teething yeah. and his teeth were falling out. So mm. 
I have a few of them. I kind of want to do it um, like with breast milk. I have some breast milk. I could do it with formula. I could do it with Coke. Oh, my gosh. You know what would happen there? Or like an energy drink. Orange that, juice. You should. You should do it with the kids because you do I a should. lot of that experimental science. I totally stuff. should. Yes. I have my- as a homeschooler, we're always kind of looking for things to, yeah. Yeah. So do. that brings me to another thing. I have my kids' teeth, too. People think that's weird. Really? Why are you supposed to throw them away? I think that's what people do with them. No way. My dad still has my teeth. Does he really? He has my teeth in a plastic bag in the top of his dresser drawer. Yep. So I still have my kids' teeth. The ones that they lost were they were with me because, you know, their father and I were split. Mm -hmm. So um, sometimes they were with him and I don't know what he did with them. Wow, that is just like such an image of like living between two homes. Oh, my gosh. It's like even your baby teeth are split between two parents. It really is just... Ugh, terrible. But if anybody else is going through that, I can help you. Um, if not, just to say I feel you, because I get it. We split when they were very, very, very young. Before they were le- even losing their teeth, we split up. So um, I do have their teeth. And they even think it's weird. They're like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I couldn't throw them away. I just couldn't. I couldn't throw them away. No way. I would never throw them no, away. No, I have their hair from their first haircut. You know, just like all those things. And I just couldn't. I don't know. I just couldn't get rid of that. Yeah, you can make stuff with them, too. You can have, like, people that make that breast milk jewelry and stuff, mm-hmm. which we have a, a sponsor coming that makes um, breast milk jewelry. Um, Milkies. They um, they make breast milk jewelry, and um, you can add, like, locks of hair, their so teeth. Cool. That is so cool. Umbilical cord. Yeah, you can add all kinds of stuff. Oh, this is really just so cool. But... That back, well, I know we keep getting on a tirade, but the the tea thing, like, if you hear this somewhere along the way, please feel free to educate people because it is not a thing. It is not something that happens. A lot of the dental stuff is genetic. It's oh, totally, you know, it's genetic. If kids start getting cavities, like, look into your history, look into your partner's history. Um, you know, it just. It's a really difficult thing, and then we just want to pinpoint it on something. Well, we can't pinpoint, we can't blame, we can't find the blame for every little thing that happens. No. You know? No. I mean, I have such terrible teeth. I have cavities all the time. My husband's never had cavities. Is it because I was breastfed and he wasn't? No. (laughs) That's not even, he was breastfed. It just, you know. It it doesn't, it's not related. No. But if you, like. Yeah, genetics, definitely. So it just, you know, and I, I try to tell my kids that all the time, like me and my sisters all have really good teeth. Um, my ex-husband does not. I remember his mom saying she didn't, um, all, all of them having dental problems all along. And I kept telling my kids from a very young age, like it's in your history, it's in your genetics. You got to take care of your teeth, you know, but there's only so much yeah. you can control. Well, and yeah, and you can if it's if you're if you have bad teeth passed down to you, you can do all that you want, right? And you still might get cavities. But I feel better now, like seeing this study, going, okay, I did something to help them. So I, I mean, I always knew, of course, that it wasn't bad for you to breastfeed, but I didn't know it actually made the teeth stronger. I know Here, that's awesome. that also makes sense. Substantially increase the amount of calcium. So what you're doing is making your baby's teeth stronger by breastfeeding, not taking away. You're adding to them. 
Right. I mean, but it makes that's logical. Right. Yeah. It's, it's logical. logical that this stuff that your body makes for your baby would be like doing all these good things, not ruining everything. Just... Burning holes in you and like <laughs> taking nutrients away from you and <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. And I know that every once in a while we all like we hear this bad stuff and we're like, all right, is that really true? And you just need somebody to say, you know, that that's not true. You know that that's not. And this is why. And this is one of those things. Somewhere in your breastfeeding relationship, especially for you mamas who are just starting out, maybe you just had your baby yesterday. Somebody will probably tell you that your baby's teeth will have cavities if you breastfeed. We're going to tell you something. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to tell you a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> it is like crazy. Uh, now, your dentist, didn't you say that you had a dentist that told you that about the kids? Yes. So yeah, we had, um, I don't even remember which dentist. Oh yeah. The very first dentist that we went to that we never went back to was like, um, oh, so you have to be careful with the breastfeeding because it's got a lot of sugar in it. And so it can cause cavities. And I'm just like, okay, breast milk and a Hershey's bar. Like, yeah, that's not the, it's not the same thing. I know. <laughs> Lady. It's- no, it's not. And sometimes they'll say, you know, it's the bottle or it's, you know, nighttime because it's pooling in their mouth. It's like, no, it's not. No, your baby isn't the laying there with milk. Yeah, they're not laying there with milk pooled in their mouth, by the way. Who sleeps no. with liquid in their mouth? Nobody no, does. And who, who, have you ever seen the, um, we should put a picture of this on the website, like, an, um, you know, the image of like the, the, in, the cut, cut image of like inside of a baby's mouth how far the breast is pulled back. Yep, past like the teeth. Like, your nipple is being pulled to the back of their mouth, to the top of their throat. Yeah. Just not even touching their teeth. And if your dentist or doctor thinks that you're breastfeeding and the nipple is at their teeth, then we need to go back to day one of right. breastfeeding. Because that's not going to feel good for anybody. Let me no, tell you. No, no. Yeah. You would know that yeah. was happening. Yeah, it's none of it's logical at all. None of it is logical. Are you done? <laughs> um, Exley's here. Hi, Exley. Exley has pretty good teeth, right? Although has had a few cavities. Well, but I I will say that I the past couple of dentists that we've seen have not they've asked, um, but they have not handed out. The random kind of just like, well, that's why he has cavities. Like, and that's the other thing is like, your job is to fix their teeth. Right. I don't need, you know, all of the, all of your opinions about where it possibly came from. Right. You know, your job as a dentist is to just fix their teeth. So that's it. It is like. We can move on with your opinions. The judging is, I've had enough of the judging. It's not okay. And I remember like even a few years ago, you know, my kids, my boys had braces and they're supposed to wear their retainers and didn't. And then, you know, they're only, they were, were only at my house half, you know, part of the time. They're at my house way more now and they rarely sleep at their father's. But at the time when they were younger, they would sleep there, you know, a couple nights a week and stuff. And he didn't really look at it. And, you know, nobody really knew what was going on with the retainer situation. And my oldest son's teeth moved. Actually, both of them, their teeth moved. And the mm. judgment and the freaking lecture that I got from the orthodontist, I like, I never went back. Yeah. You know, and I it's mean, like, 
really? Maybe you should stand there in front of my 14 year old and watch him sleep and make him put a retainer in and make him wear it all the time when you're only with him part of the time. Like, come on. Right. Right. Yeah. And I don't, I don't understand why, how the like medical professional role in our life has become this one of just, you know, authority and, you know, judgment and disdain, you know, like, why aren't we partners? Why aren't we like, you know, why is it like I'm in charge and you need to listen and I'm going to talk down to you? Like, you know, right. Agreed. I think it's strange. Yeah. So going forward, your breast milk does not have too much sugar in it. And I'm (laughs) even going to say, I'm going to go out on that limb of the tree branch that's dead or whatever the guy, the doctor said. Yeah, the dead branch on the The dead branch on the evolutionary tree. I'm going to go out on that dead branch and say that even if you eat a Hershey bar, your milk is still not going to be too sugary. Pretty sure. Oh my God. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you eat a lot of candy, your breast milk gets sugarier. Well, I mean, come on. That only makes as much sense. I mean, as, you know. I can I can see people really jumping on that one. Yeah. No. So don't even worry about it. Eat all the Hershey bars you want. Yeah. Have fun. Absolutely. <laughs> and well, thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.